it's me, Marilyn Aloria. Welcome to Who Can It Be Now, the podcast. And I'm the one behind the door today. So uh, this is third time is a charm. You don't know about the other two times, but here I am again. I needed to ground my energy before we move on to this podcast. I don't know why I made a hair appointment on a Monday, but I did. And somebody playing with my head and my crown chakra just made me super tired. And I had to raise my vibration to share something with you that is going to be completely magical. I'm going to take you on a journey that's going to answer some questions that you have around your own goal, your own intention, and your own reading. So we're going to go through something really magical that I have not done yet before. But as I was getting ready to do this, I was so tired and I was like moaning and complaining <laughs> on the podcast. And I'm like, then I finally dropped into my body and I felt my guides around me. And I'm like, all right, let's do this over again. So here we are, but you don't know about the other two times, but I just told you about them. So now you know about them. So first I want to do a big shout out to Kathy because I don't know how to um, respond to people on Podbean. I'll figure it out. And uh, Kathy commented about my, I know other people have too. So I want to start doing shout outs. People, uh, she commented about my podcast and saying that she loved it. So thank you so much, Kathy. That means the world to me. So I just wanted to do a little shout out there. Um, Mike and Venus are in the room. So let's hope they don't make noise and let's start. So I want to tell you about an incredible journey that I just am, uh, was on and coming off of and um, really tired right now. And um, I want to take you through this journey, but based on your own goal or intention. So I'm going to use the word goals. If you don't like that word, pretend I'm not saying it and fill in the blank with whatever word you like, intention, dreams, whatever it is. But I like the word goals. It doesn't scare me. I know a lot of people don't like that word because they don't feel that they attain them or they don't come true. So they have a negative uh, affiliation with that word. I don't. I like it because I surrender to my goals. So you're going to think of a goal or intention that you would like to have three months from now. This came out of um, the panel discussion we had with the coaches from Soul Finder Academy. We have uh, coaches in there and we did a panel discussion in the SAS experience and Monique said to everyone, and think about this now, right now, guys. She said, where were you? Where were you three months ago? Where did you want to be now? And did you get there? And it was something like that. I might be butchering it. So where were you three months ago? Where did you want to be now? And did you get there? So it was such a great question. And then the other coaches came up with other questions as well. And we had this well-rounded discussion. And I really feel, and I've said this before, that intentions are super goals. Intentions are super important to set for us to have a map. To remember, we're in the driver's seat, right? Our guide is sitting next to us and they can't tell us where to go if we don't tell them where we want to go. <laughs> they don't, they're not going to tell us turn right, turn left, go straight. And you're not going to be able to read the signs or the symbols anyway, because if you have no direction, then they might give you a sign and you won't even understand what that means. So I'm going to take you on a magical story of my own life. And during this story, I'm going to share the symbols that came up and their meaning for the symbols for me. And you're going to take what you like and apply it to your own goal or intention. So if you don't know, again, I'm doing it again, the word goal, I'm using the word goal. If you don't like it, pretend I'm not saying it and think it's intention. So I'm going to have you choose a goal that you want to achieve in three months from now. And say you don't know what it is. I was speaking to a graduate of SFA because um, she was thinking about coming back and she said, I don't know 
what my goal is. And I said, well, then your goal is clarity. You want to have clarity. So if you don't know what your goal is, maybe you want clarity. Maybe you want to know what your gifts are. That's a tricky one because people get caught up in their mind chatter so they can't see the gifts, but you could ask for that. Um, maybe you want to have more playfulness or more joy, or you want to experience more abundance or even recognize abundance in your life. So right now, take a moment. I'm going to do this with you in real time and think of a goal that you have that you would like to achieve three months from now. Do not worry about achieving it because I'm going to talk about surrender in a minute, but set a goal and set a realistic one, guys. Don't set, um, a goal. The reason why I say realistic is because I really want you to go on the journey. Now, what is realistic? It really can be anything you want it to be, but I would like you to be able to be in your life and be able to see the signs and symbols. And if you don't believe that you could ach maybe achieve part of that goal three months from now, then you may have a hard time seeing the signs and symbols along the way. Okay. So just close your eyes and think of a goal. I'm doing it with you. Okay, so now what you're going to do is set that goal and surrender, okay? You're just going to surrender to it. And what that means is, and a lot of people have a hard time doing this, it's either this or something better for my greatest good coming to me now. It's either this or something better for my greatest good coming to me now. I used to have a hard time saying that statement when it was taught to me by Shimin, this woman I was doing, she was my spiritual advisor. Because I didn't trust God. I didn't trust the higher power at that point. I was like, I, I don't trust to surrender it because everything they give me is like crap. But it really wasn't. They were totally taking me to where I needed to be. So you can have that goal. It's either this or something better for my highest good coming to me now. And if you don't want to say that, say your own thing. Do not worry about getting it exactly right. How did Marilyn say that? Can I hit rewind? Wait, what did she say? Don't worry, just say your own thing. Basically what you're doing is surrendering because you know that your guides have something greater and bigger than you can even imagine. So they're taking the brackets off this dream and they're throwing the brackets away and they're like letting this goal just sit out there, okay? And it's just like hanging around in the spirit world. That's a great one. So now as I tell you this story, I am gonna earmark certain symbols and the meaning for me. But you may hear other things in my journey that you need to relate back to your own journey. And I want you to trust yourself. I want you to trust whatever comes forward. And the way they usually know is it hits you in your heart or it hits you in your gut. And you're like, oh, or you hear it just clearly and crisply. It's like, oh my goodness, that is perfect. That is perfect. You may just get one thing out of this. And that's fine. So basically what you're going to do now is you're going to take your goal and you're going to say, what do I need to do to open up to this goal? Or what do I need to know to align with this goal? So it's, what do I need to do to open up to this goal? Or what do I need to know to align to this goal? What do I need to know to accept that I can have this goal? It's, it's great if you could start it with right now with what do I need to know? So you finish that statement. I'm going to do the same thing. Or what do I need to do? What do I need to do? Or what do I need to know? Okay. So now I'm going to tell you the story. It's probably not going to be in sequential order. Um, because when I live through something so friggin' magical that it knocks my socks off, um, I don't remember all the pieces of it because I'm already in the next iteration of my life. 
but I do remember a good part of this that I feel that Spirit wants me to share with all of you. So this all started probably uh, three weeks ago. And I was in a conversation with somebody from one of my communities, one, you know, somebody, uh, one of my students. And the conversation was a challenging conversation in terms of just what was being asked. And the person was not being rude or disrespectful. I don't put up with that in my communities. But I walked away from that conversation. I went out for a walk after and I was like, I can no longer serve the person who can't serve themselves. I just can't do it. It's tapping me out. I'm exhausted. And you just can't do it. It's just, a, it's you're chasing your tail. So I got really clear that, uh, as I've known, I've been transforming my business, but I got really clear in that moment that I had to transform it even further. And now was the time. So after that conversation, I put some time aside and I rewrote my customer avatar. And a customer avatar is what people do for marketing, where you write the perfect person, your perfect customer avatar. It doesn't have to be the perfect person, but it just gives you an idea of what your person is struggling with and what they're going through and why your product or your teachings help that particular person. You can Google it and read all about it. So I sat down and rewrote my customer avatar and was super freaking excited and shared it with my team. And I shared it with the coaches in Soulfinder Academy because we were getting ready to do the SaaS experience. And um, I was just so excited. I felt like, oh, this is a whole other level of my business. This is the person I'm meant to serve. So excited so much that I wrote on my personal Facebook wall, which I don't take a lot of friends and, you know, like whatever, I keep that pretty, um, whatever, it doesn't matter. You don't need to know that. But I wrote on my personal Facebook wall how I'm a healer and us empaths, we think it's our responsibility to help everybody. And it's not, you can't help anybody who doesn't want to be helped. You have to meet, they have to meet you on the path. So yes, I can provide solutions, but if the person's not willing to take the solutions and learn from them, I can't help them. So a lot of people commented on that. I was like, give me an amen if you agree. And everybody commented on that. And that was great. So I was riding this high and um, we were in the process. We were selling the SaaS experience. And the SaaS experience is a week long live experience, not doing a sales pitch right now. I want you to understand what's going on. And it's an incredible experience to uh, experience the SaaS pillar system, which is in my SoulFinder Academy. My SoulFinder Academy is a 16 week course where you deep dive into the SaaS pillars and the SaaS experience lets you test them out. And many people that go through the SaaS experience choose to go on to the Soul Finder Academy. And some people don't. They just can, you know, they do the SaaS experience again, they join then, or they just join my membership, or they go on their merry way. Whatever. It's all good. So I was getting ready to do the SaaS experience, and I was asking um, certain peers of mine to email for me. And um, I was kind of like, we, we were changing certain things and we had the coaches involved now and I'm shifting my business and I'm continuing to shift my business. And I was walking in a little bit of trepidation around everything. I'm like, I don't know, you know, is, is this going to work? Are we doing it too soon? We just did another launch. We did the membership launch. I'm not sure if this is going to work. And we had different things happening in the SAS experience. We had SFA graduates. They were allowed to bring a guest. We had people that joined Membership for Your Soul. They got it as a free ticket. And then we had affiliates, marketing colleagues email for us. And it wasn't selling very well. And it was unusual. And we had ads out there. And I was like, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I was walking in, and you know some of this story, but wait till you hear the rest of it. So I was walking in the woods. 
And I hadn't seen the owl in a really long time. And I talked about this owl in the last episode and I was entering into the woods and I was praying with my hands on my heart about my business and about the transformation and about specifically about like this next SaaS experience. Was it going to be successful? Now, when I've done this in the past, many times the owl shows up and that SaaS experience and what we mean by successful is people have incredible breakthroughs. That's a given for me. I have, I have done this experience like four or five times. I am not blowing smoke up your butt. I'm not trying to sell you on my stuff. I'm telling you an honest story from a, a, somebody who is putting her brand out there and the things that you go through. I'm really going to tell you a very honest story of vulnerability and transparency. So when I've done this before and the owl shows up, it's like the SaaS experience is amazing in terms of um, the tickets we sell to it. Um, it used to be a application only thing, whatever. We're not going to get into that. And then the conversions into SoulFinder Academy, the people that decide to join SoulFinder Academy. Now, I honestly don't care if people join or not. What I do care about is when people have big breakthroughs and then they pause and they don't do something or they give lame excuses, I'm going to say, or they don't respond at all. You're going to hear about that. I really don't care what people choose. My teaching is all about you deciding what's best for you. But I can tell in the responses, the people that really stand in the power and the people that don't. Okay. So I walked into the woods and the owl was there and I hadn't seen him for months. And I was like, oh, thank you. Thank goodness. This is all going to work out. It's going to be good. You're putting yourself out there every single time with a product, right? So I was like, that's great. Amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then um, like it still was not selling well. And I was like, mm, this is really interesting. And like, I even asked my team, like, should we wait a week? Like, this is weird. We don't have a lot of people in there. And I, that's when I was doing the whole owl walk with believing in yourself. And I was listening to that podcast. For those of you who didn't listen to last week's episode, I was listening to Smartless, which I love that podcast. And it was, um, oh, I can't remember her name right now, but it was an actress, famous actress, uh, M Elizabeth Banks. And she was talking about an experience that she had in her life and how she turned a big job down. And they were like, why did you do that? And she's like, because I knew I'd get another one. And I was like, wow, to believe in yourself. Oh, my goodness. Like, imagine if people believed in me that way, what I would have become. And I wasn't saying regret because I don't have regret over that. I've done a lot of work on myself. I was just acknowledging it. And then the owl flew over to me and flew on top of my head. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this is going to be so successful that I'm not going to worry about. This is great. So I went home. I'm really hoping I remember this whole story. So what you want to know is, is one, setting the intention on your journey is super important. So you have the main attention goal, but you want to be aware as you're walking the journey, right, for the next three months, what's your intention underneath it? What's your intention leading to it? What are you thinking in the moment? We teach this a lot in SoulFinder Academy about subconscious thoughts, right? So the owl was responding to my deepest desires, the, the, my universe, the universe knows, my guides know that I'm changing my business model, that things are shifting and changing. They know that um, I'm doing certain things that I haven't yet spoke about completely with everyone, right? Because I'm not ready to speak it out loud, but I know I'm shifting my business. The way that my business has been operating, it's changing and it's going to change more. And there's always a little bit of fear when you're making a change. And the owl is always shows up for me when I'm doing something big. And it's basically telling me you're magic. Believe in yourself. The owl even sat in the tree and was like, believe in yourself. This is going, this is great. You know, 
it, you know, it's funny how the owl talks because he doesn't, he's not like a cheerleader jumping up and down. He's more like very wise and just like calm and peaceful and very much like, you've got this. It's okay. You know, you're good. And I feel very centered in my soul when that, when owl shows up, like it just brings me back to my soul and brings me back to why I'm doing what I'm doing. So that intention that you all set, it's like why you're doing, why you're doing that, why you're asking for that. So here's, you have to surrender so that you can get these messages. If you don't surrender and you're attached to an outcome, you're going to miss the owl and you don't want to miss the owl. So the owl message for all of you is to continue to come back to your soul. Know that everything on the journey is giving you information and to believe in yourself. Okay. There's a symbol. So, um, I hope. I went and we did the SAS experience. So we started doing the SAS experience. We had about 89 people in there. Uh, some were guests, like I said, um, some were paid and some got it free because they joined Membership for Your Soul when I did the last uh, celebration. And Erin, who works with me and I got together and we're like, we, you know, you kind of look at who's like really going to be great for this next part of the journey. Where are people at? How can we help them? Um, and we just kind of got together and wrote down like, you know, the, our things that we wanted to do and certain people that have been very active on the page. And I was super excited. I'm like, oh my goodness, we've got like my avatar, it felt like, right? We've got these people in here that are going to be incredible um, people for Soul Finder Academy if they decide to join. And so we were super excited and um, I was doing the live videos and they were going well. Like there was a hundred and I think 60 people in the group. I can't remember. And my videos in like an hour can have 400 comments. So that's a lot of comments. So I was like, this is amazing. I can't believe this is so exciting. And um, the coaches were joining me. I was doing a lot of new stuff and a lot of the SFA graduates uh, were in the SAS experience too, because they get to redo it. Um, so they were having big breakthroughs. People were having amazing breakthroughs. And I'm like, this is so exciting. I can't wait. So I kept seeing numbers, you know, and things like that. And I was just, I'll, I'll share more about that in a second. So then on, um, the day that I teach synchronicity is the day that I make the invitation to soul finder Academy. Can't believe I'm sharing all this, but I'm going to share it. <sighs> And the reason why I say that is because there's a vulnerability to this to me. There's a transparency, but I shared it in my uh, membership for your soul. Shout out to Sandra. I didn't get to answer that yet. And Sandra's running a business. And um, she was like, thank you so much for sharing this because you think people don't go through this at a certain level. And it's so good to see that that other people at different levels go through this. And this is what I appreciate with Oprah so much that she shares these things at different levels. And you're, you're, you're not like, these things are moments to teach you. Okay. So I do the synchronicity lesson and I did it a little bit different this time. And then I brought Erin onto the screen and I make the pitch, the sales pitch, right? To a Soul Finder Academy. Now, I don't mind doing this during a SAS experience because I've already given them about mm, six lessons, tons of, you know, they get tons of information. And it was, this is what we heard. You hear that? crickets, crickets, nothing. And I, and I just kept doing the pitch and everything. And it was like, that's all, that's all. Nobody's responding. Nobody's saying anything. Even the energy died. It was like dead. 
And I'm not a great sales pitcher. I, I will tell people that all the time. Like I, you know, I just speak the truth. And if it's right for you, then jump on. And if it's not right for you, don't jump on. And I tell that during the thing too. But to not get any response was a little unusual because again, 400 comments in an hour on my videos. So we finished it and I was like, Erin, we need to talk. And so Erin and I talked and I was like, what happened? And she's like, well, I think the teaching was a little bit off. I'm like, I don't know. You know, it felt good. And but I didn't communicate with the community. I was like, maybe you're right. And I was like, I'm going to go for a walk. I'm just going to go for a walk. Okay, here's the moment. I'm going to give you one moment here. You set out for an intention and a goal. You put something out there and it falls flat. You don't slip into failure. You look for the solutions. You look for something else or you look for the information. Now, of course, there's something in there with me like, oh, you know what? I didn't communicate with the with the community while I was teaching the lesson, I don't usually, I usually stay very focused on the lesson for 20 minutes and then come talk to them. Maybe there was something wrong there, you know? Okay. So what did I do that wasn't, I didn't do before? What did I do that I need to shift and change? I'm willing to learn, but there was something else and I couldn't figure it out. So I went out on a walk. I was like, Aaron's like, I'm going to go for a walk. And I was like, I'm going to go for a walk too. Cause I had to do another live like two in two hours. And I didn't want to bring that energy in, but I could feel myself slipping into failure. Now, remember something during all of this, I'm choosing to pretty much disengage from my family. And I'm not disengaging from my family in terms of get out of my life. I'm disengaging from needing anybody's approval ever or needing them to respect me for what I do. Well, they have to respect me, period. You know, if they don't respect me, I'm done with that. But they don't have to, I'm not waiting for them to accept, accept me. Like I'm done with that story. That story is long gone. I'm not waiting for them. They're not identifying me. I'm not waiting for them to define me. You know, you want your family and your loved one's acceptance. I'm done. I accept myself. I love myself. God loves me. My guides love me. So I went out for a walk and I put on a podcast and there was all this noise in my head. So I couldn't even listen to the particular podcast. And it was Esther Hicks and Abraham because I thought, okay, I'll put that on. And I was walking and I was like, you know what? Esther Hicks never does launches. This is what SAS experiences, these seven day live things. They're called launches in the business world. And I was like, and I've been tired of launches. And I'm like, I, you know, she never does that. She just got her message out there. People loved her. And she would, she started with cassette tapes and then she would sell her, uh, her events and they would sell out. And Esther Hicks still operates that way. And I, I went to one of the live events. It, it was, I love her. I love Abraham. So I have like, they speak the way my guides speak before I even discovered her. Um, big events sometimes aren't for me, but it was, it was good. It was nice. I'm not going to say anything. You know, it was great. It was okay. Okay. I'll tell you a story real quick. Maybe this is supposed to come in today. So I sat next to this girl. I was with one of my closest friends. Um, Allie, and we were sitting next to this woman and this woman's like talking to me. She's like, oh, da, 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 da. and I'm very much when I'm in a big crowd, I kind of just got to contain my energy because then I'll just like ooze out. And um, she wanted to hug me. And I don't really, I'm very empathic, very sensitive. Somebody hugs me, their energy's on me. And I wouldn't hug her. <laughs> and she, I could tell, got a little upset. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't hug. And I walked out of that event like, that's not my problem. Like whatever exchange happened there, I felt really good that I honored my boundaries. I was nice to her. I talked to her, but I was really there for myself and I wanted to be there for myself. And as empaths, as sensitive as people, maybe you're like me, where you're somebody who gives really good advice and coaches people, 
I needed to be there for myself and I needed that boundary. And of course I can read people within a second, right? I know what they feel. And I said to myself as I left and I was sharing what happened with Allie, I said, you know, that's not that my lesson. That was her lesson right there. Like whatever she felt from that experience, she has to work on. So I can't, you know, feel bad about that. Okay. So I'm walking and I'm like, just go on this journey with me, guys. Whatever I'm saying, let it hit home. And you can even take out a piece of paper and write down the things. So, um, and then I heard that podcast and I was like, wait a second. I, this is spirit telling me this is not what I need to do. And I went back home and I thought about the owl and I was like, is the owl lying to me? So this is the question I have for all of you. When you see a symbol and then something doesn't work out the way you want it to work out, you think the symbol's lying to you. I didn't think that. I went, no, the owl wants me to believe in myself. That's what he said to me on the tree. And I got to tell you, I was in a little bit of panic. I'm not lying to you. I was in like, what's going on here? Because this was never happening to me, ever. Soulfinder Academy has been an, an interesting, incredible product from day one. And this was the first time I heard crickets like this. And I was like, oh my goodness. And it's happened with you know other things a couple of times, but I was like, wow, okay. The owl was there. It showed up. It's telling me to believe in myself. So I, I come back home and I do, um, oh, something I told you I was going to forget. This was the first time ever before we even announced the product, somebody purchased it. They found the product page and they purchased it on Sunday. And we did the uh, synchronicity lesson and the pitch on Monday. And we were like, oh my goodness, that's a sign. People are just going to, like they're chomping at the bit that this woman congratulations, Mary, went and found the product page and she decided this was for her. I didn't even make her the offer and she bought it. So again, I'm like, okay, I come back home. I'm, I'm feeling better. I have to do a live, right? And these people are here for me to teach them. And I'm not going to show up with anything but my best. And I'm, I'm really proud of myself for that. So I got on, we did the panel discussion and we were taking each somebody, each graduate from SFA, we've had a lot of graduates, but we picked um, four graduates and they all were going to teach their favorite lesson in each pillar, the subconscious thinking, alignment with your soul, soul ignition and synchronicity. Well, the girl that was supposed to do the first one, subconscious thinking, Trisha, she couldn't get on. She was having technical difficulty. So I don't freak out about that stuff. I trust spirit. And we're all sitting there. This is going to be a really long story today, but hopefully you'll get a lot out of it. I, um, and thank you for letting me say it again, because I'm living through something really exciting. Um, so I decided that all of us would, um, Jan was on, I'm trying to remember everybody's on it, Jan Marie's, and uh, I'll remember the other person, I'm sorry. Um, we all decided that we would share, and Andrea, Andrea, how could I forget Andrea? We would all share something about subconscious thinking. So we started it out because Trisha couldn't get on. And then um, I think Jan did alignment, and Maurice did uh, soul ignition and Andrea did synchronicity and they did amazing. They taught something in each part and we were having this whole experience and I was playing along because I was like, wow, this is a lot of fun. And then Trisha finally came on and she taught subconscious thinking. And I was like, this is perfect because I do SAS every 24 hours pretty much. I go through those pillars every 24 hours. This is why I had this great experience. So still, I don't think anybody bought after that, but we had graduates that wanted to come back. And um, I, we were doing, so Erin and I got on the phone again and I said, well, we're going to do everything we can. We were micro coaching people to just try to help them through the process. I was sending videos to certain people, which I don't normally do. 
But I was like, balls to the wall. I'm going to do everything I can. And again, I'm not a pushy salesperson because we don't want anybody buying anything that doesn't really want to be in it. But the crickets experience was weird. Like, if I send you a video inviting you to something and I'm also coaching you, just write me back and say, no, I'm not interested and this is why. Don't go silent. Like, <laughs> I'm doing a special, you don't have to, you could do whatever you want, but I find it weird. Like, if a, if a coach was doing a special video just for me and I still wasn't going to buy the product, no matter what, I would still respond. You know, I'd be like, oh my goodness, thank you so much. It's just not, I did this with, at the same time, somebody was pitching me something in Messenger and I told the woman from day one, I'm not going to buy your product. I appreciate everything you're doing, but I'm not buying it. So this is happening at the same exact time. So I respond and I respect people and I do that. So, okay. So that's Monday night. And then Tuesday morning, I have to go into my mastermind group that I'm part of, and I have to share this experience. And this is a little feeling vulnerable because people in that program do really, really well, really well. And I do well too. And I was like, you know what? Mindset is everything. It's not how many sales you make. People that weigh their business on just money, it's not my thing. Mine is on my whole experience. What are the students experiencing? How are the graduates, people that are going through the program actually doing the work? What results are they having? Are they having results? How can I show up more? How can I help people? Yes, money is, I'm proud of money, good for money. Money is great. Mindset is great. So I went on that call with my coach and peers and I shared my experience and a couple of people gave me um, feedback on what I could do because I was like, I have to turn this around. I don't know what to do. So I went and did another recording that day. I did the soul session. Now the soul session blows people away. It's where I teach people how to channel and it blew them away. And again, crickets. And we were giving up, we were giving away um, two free coaching sessions for the 16 weeks with one of the coaches. Like that was, this program is chock full of stuff. So I was like, wow, that's so interesting. What's happening? And I don't know what's happening. And we don't do long cart opens or anything. So I got together with my team and we're like, okay, what are we doing? And uh, so here comes more of the story. And I think it was Tuesday night. It might've been Wednesday night. So I focused on the people that I knew and the graduates and certain, because we, we don't invite everyone back. It's people that we know have gone through the program, have done the program, and they really get stuff when they come back. And a lot of graduates, one graduate came back, it's her fourth time. So they like to come back and they like to experience it because the soul sessions, the Q&As and the study sessions, the live component of the program is phenomenal. And the program in and of itself is phenomenal if you go through it. So I went to bed that night and um, I woke up at one point and I was having a bit of anxiety because I was like, you know, this is my baby. And I'm like, what's going on here? The owl told me it was going to happen, but it's not happening. And actually, before I went to bed that night, I went to my podcast, to po my podcast thing, my iPhone, and a podcast popped up that I never listened to. I don't even follow this person. The only reason that person was on was because somebody told me she did a moving meditation and I'm known, you know, people love my meditations and I've been wanting to do a moving meditation for runners and walkers and things like that. Never listened to it. I don't even think I subscribed to it. I don't know, but it popped up. And what popped up was the episode of, you know, God put these dreams in your heart for a reason. And I was like, let me listen to this because that's my mission is to teach people that the dreams in your heart are meant to be lived. So I started listening to it. I do not resonate with her, so I'm not going to share it. Good for her though. 
And I was like, who is this woman? Like we teach kind of similar things. And I went to her site and she's super successful. I'm not unhappy for her. I'm like, good for you, girl. And I'm like, how is she running her business? Because I'm changing my business and I'm looking at her business and what she's doing. And it was very exciting to me and very inspiring. Even though I don't resonate with her, the way she delivers her message, I still am really happy for her, like good for her. So I went to bed that night and, um, you know, I always set intentions. So here's another thing. Before you go to bed at night, set an intention, but start breaking it down to steps. Remember we said, what do I need to know to move closer to my goal? It could be, what do I need to know in the next 24 hours? Where do I need to go in the next 24 hours? Who do I need to talk to in the next 24 hours? What do I need to say? Um, what do I need to start saying no to in the next 24 hours in order to make room for my dream or my goal? So you could say things like that. So I go to bed with an intention and I woke up and it was 11, 10. So three ones, I kept seeing the three ones. So every symbol and sign is saying something big's about to happen, right? Ones are about new beginnings. Three is about your mind, body, soul. So I'm seeing the three ones, I'm like, okay, I'm in a new beginning for my mind, body, and soul. I'm moving into wholeness. But my physical world, it feels like it's falling apart. I feel like I'm falling apart at the seams. I feel anxious. I'm not sure what's happening. I'm not going into failure, but I'm moving into solution, but I don't know what the solution is, but I'm surrendering. So then I go back to sleep. And I've been when you hear clairaudiently, you can hear voices or noises that aren't connected to anything in the physical world. So I heard three knocks. And I thought maybe it was Micah. I wasn't sure, like he knocks on the door, but I thought maybe his foot or something. And I went to hit my phone for the light and it was 444. And I'm like, oh my goodness, okay, I got gotcha. you. They're like telling me you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. So fours are about building foundation, a new foundation. What does that mean? It's new belief systems. I can't hang my hat on old belief systems anymore. I'm heading in a new direction. I'm changing my message. I'm changing who I speak to. And that's not that's going to ruffle feathers of people that used to follow me. But there's nothing I can do about it. I have to be me. I have to be honest. I have to be who I am. It equals a 12. One is new beginnings in partnership. And the partnerships are with me and my soul and also my clients, my, my students, my community. I'm partnered up with them because I care deeply about their success. And success, what I mean in that is that they recognize that they're worthy, that they show up, that they are worth it in this world. That's success to me, that they know that they are number one in their eyes. You need to be number one in your eyes. So I was like, okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. And let me tell you, during this time, it's a very creative time for me. I was getting up at like a quarter to five, like Monday night to Tuesday morning. I woke up at a quarter to five because I was like, solution, need solution. And I'm slacking with my team. That's an app where I'm talking with them. We're coming up with ideas. You heard a bit about this in the last episode. So I went to bed that night and I can't really recall how everything transpired. But I was very much in the creativity of it. And I was focused on talking with people who we would consider warm audience. These are people that know me, have worked with me. We had a lot of graduates come back to um, Soul Finder Academy. So they started trickling in. And um, it wasn't new people. We only had uh, three new people join, three new people join, which is very unusual, very unusual. And I was like, this is what was fascinating more to me if I could read the Facebook page to you, 
about the results and how this was the most life-changing experience, but they didn't want to take the next step. And I was like, why is that? And when I hear people say, I'm just going to go to my, I'm just going to hang out with my spiritual team. I want to scream because, because I'll tell you what that person does. That person is telling me they want to just hang out with their, their spiritual team. They're going to, they got so much out of it. Thank you so much. Now me and my spiritual team are going to go and do this work. And you know what I find from those people? They don't even know how to speak with their spiritual team. Like I'm speaking to my spiritual team through this whole thing. So they don't even know how to talk to the spiritual team and they don't move forward. Now, remember, I started out saying I'm done with people who don't want to move forward, who don't want to work on themselves and don't want to create change. So um, we started seeing people coming in and the graduates and everything, and it was really exciting to me. And all the stuff that was going on with me in the creative realm and the 444 and the 111 and going to the podcast, you know, when subscribe to a bunch of podcasts, podcasts that aren't even in your wheelhouse and go to one and listen to it. And you're going to learn so much. Now, there was so much more that went on. Oh, before SFA started, I was listening to some things. I'm trying to remember all of the experiences because there were so many of them that was just telling me, like right now I'm seeing one, one, one. <laughs> it was one, 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 four ones. So four ones, it's new beginnings into new foundations. Hold on my computer. And uh, that is beautiful. So it's all new beginnings. And when you see duplicate numbers, it means it's so much bigger than you can imagine. So um I think we, so Wednesday we did, uh, we did the panel discussion with the coaches and that was amazing. And I actually sat back and let them teach. So it's Monique, um, Vivian wasn't on that one. She's one of our coaches. It was Monique, Jennifer and Denise and Erin. So the four of them did it. And Monique asked a question about the three months. Where were you three months ago? Are you there now? So I'm making notes and I'm playing along and then Jennifer, uh, talked about the collective, like we're, we're coming into the collective and this is really an, a collective experience and we're all going to raise our vibration and, and go higher. And I can't remember her question that she asked. It was really great. Erin made a note of all these questions. And then Denise asked a question about what was keeping you from it. I think, oh, I know what Jennifer did. I, I, I'm trying to remember it. We did so much teaching, but it was all really stellar. Just because I'm not remembering it doesn't mean it wasn't stellar. So in the meantime, I was writing down mine because I was playing along with them. I wanted them to do the coaching. And my biggest thing has been my second podcast. And I've had to pause my writing coach for these few weeks because I've been so focused on my business. So I was like, all right, my podcast. And then I, um, they were like, what is holding you back from doing this? And mine was, you know, f f money. Because if I pause what I'm doing to bring income into my business, and I'm the only person paying my bills and paying my mortgage and paying for everything, then I, what do I do? Like it goes to fear. And then I, whatever Denise asked, cause Jennifer, I think asked what's stop, what's stopping you from doing it. And then Denise asked something and I just started crying because it reminded me of when I decided not to do one-on-one -on -one readings anymore. And I was in I was frozen in fear because I was creating member membership for your soul was created, but I was taking it out on a bigger platform for people. And so the money was kind of drying up a bit because one income stream, I was saying no to it. I was saying, no, I got to trust myself. Spirit was like, you can't do this anymore. You're tapped out. You've got to trust this next iteration of your business. But there's a period there where you're like the in-between, you're in the abyss. And I was petrified during that time. 
but I kept walking through it. I kept listening to money meditations and abundance. I had to clean up a lot of my money story. So I started crying because I was like, oh, I'm not, I wasn't having as much as that as I was noticing the, I'm in another stage of my business. I'm saying goodbye to certain things I used to do. And I'm saying yes to new stuff that isn't here yet. So I'm in that abyss. And I got to see it right away. Like that's what was happening. You can trust this. You've been here before. So what is the thing that's keeping you from doing what you want to do? And stop telling yourself that story. Get into an intention now. Like, what do I need to know? What do I need to do to get past that fear or that anxiety? Money's like a big one for a lot of people. And it's really, it's, a, I can't speak for everybody, right? But for mo majority of people that I see, it's a story. And it's based on old crap from your childhood. And it's, it's a lot of times it's not anchored in truth, just so one, two, two, two. So let's go to that. One is new beginnings. Two is partnership. There were three twos actually in one. So that's a seven psychic ability. So what I would say right now, Spirit is saying to me, while I'm telling you about my journey, I'm on a journey telling you this story. That's how multidimensional it works. So they're telling me, trust your intuition, trust your psychic ability. This is exactly what you need to be doing. You got, you've got to keep getting this message out there. And in between this, guys, I was getting uh, messages from people in my community. And uh, Marie's was one of them. She, I haven't responded to her yet, but she wrote me this beautiful email. And she's coming. she came back again. And um, I think she'll be okay with me saying that. She did this amazing meditation on the panel discussion. It was so incredible. And I was so proud of her for doing it and putting herself out there. And she wrote this beautiful message to me. And... Um, and she wrote this beautiful thing about how much um, her life has shifted and stuff. And, and as much as I tell my students, do not hang your hat on, here it is, I'm going to read something to you. D uh, maybe I shouldn't because, you know, she's pretty private, so I'm going to wait. But don't hang your hat on good comments. Don't hang your hat on, on critics, on negative comments. Of course, like I was listening to Gary V. So I throw everything at it, right? Gary Vaynerchuk. And Gary V was talking about like, you could see when people compliment him, he takes it in his heart. But he also says when he sees the negative things, he he did something, I think, and it wasn't it didn't go well. And he realized he didn't show up well. And he said he responded to all the, the things because he took it in. But he he takes it in. He's a guy that doesn't put up with stuff. And he, he'll say, is there truth in this before he agrees to it? So to me, I always tell my students, don't like hang your hat on the positive comments or the negative comments. You want to be comfortable in yourself. But it doesn't mean that you can't take feedback, right? So she just wrote this beautiful thing to me. And, and I needed to see this at the time, what she wrote. And it was just about how much I give and how much I care about people's journeys. And I was like, oh, my goodness, she, I just want to, I haven't thanked her yet. And I will do a video for her. But it's, I respect her so much. She's been in my program. She's come back. And I have such a great amount of respect for my students because they apply themselves and it's so good. And I have respect for people, period, end of story. Unless they go into victimization, I have a hard time. So anyway, moving the story along. So um, I felt so proud of myself for showing up. So Wednesday afternoon, Erin um, and I got back on the call and she, uh, you know, after we did this, the panel discussion and still it was like crickets, crickets. Amazing to me. Like we're in communication with people during the whole week. We're talking to them via email or messenger. And then when the pitch comes around, they go silent. 
people grow some friggin' balls and just say, this is why I'm not. We don't push anyone. I may challenge it. Like one woman and I were talking, we were in, we were in she's in my community. And I, I challenged her on a couple of things because I didn't understand the response. It didn't seem rooted in her truth. And I knew her. And then when she responded back, I went, oh, this is great. Good for you. Brilliant. Another person, the one I told you about who wasn't clear about her goal, she was thinking about coming back, but she has a lot of things on her plate. And I said, I don't feel like this is a good time for you. You need to take it. She's like, I don't know what to do. I don't want to miss out on something because the price is going up for the extension and we're not doing the SaaS experience anymore. All of this came out of it. And I said to her, you need to, you need to take care of yourself right now. You need to stop that. And you're also coming from limitation. Yes, the price is going to go up for the extension, but who's to say you're not going to be wealthier or you're not going to come upon some other incredible thing. So that's the way I deal with people, right? Crickets is something I don't, I don't understand it. Okay. And I'm not going to like go off on it anymore. So just trying to move the story along and I will symbolize stuff, but I'm hoping you're getting the symbols along the path line. So I went into my mastermind that I am in and I feel like it's very sales driven and here I didn't, you know, wasn't a huge amount of sales. And I wrote this incredible post and I thanked um, some of the people who really were there for me um, in my group, in my mastermind group, because I was reaching out to Tracy and to Megan and to different people. I was reaching out to them and they were helping me. And it's great to have a support system. It's super important. So I was reaching out to them. I was reaching out to my spirit team and my personal team, Laura, Tricia and Erin were phenomenal through this, supporting me, really phenomenal. And even the coaches, I reached out to the coaches. Oh, I forgot to tell you the biggest part of the story. So this is the first time in Soul Finder Academy that we were having the coaches participate much bigger in the program. And when only like two people bought, I went, oh my goodness, I have these coaches in the program. What am I going to do? I felt awful. I was like, I don't care for me. I'll teach the two people that joined. We had a couple of graduates come in. So I think the number was like four. I was like, I don't care. I'll do the program. But I don't want these poor coaches to not have students. What do I do? And I was freaking out about it. So I left them a Voxer. And I said, look, guys, you can pull out. This is what's happening. I, I, I'm totally okay with it. I wouldn't be offended because they're in a training with me. So they would be trained and stuff. And I was like, it's totally okay. If you don't want to coach this time, you want to wait it out till we sell it again. I'm okay with it. I just need to know that you're taken care of. And, and I'm feeling awful about this. I'm so sorry. Right away, the messages came in. Jennifer was the first one. I'm committed to you, Meryl, and I'm committed to this. I don't care how many people are in it. I'm doing it. And I think Monique, Denise, Vivian all said the same thing. And that was a moment where I took the shackles off my own body. And I said, just let this be what this needs to be. Because I was doing, I was jumping, freaking out. I didn't realize it about them. I wanted them to have a great experience being the coaches in this program. And I voxered them back and I said, thank you so much. I promise, you know, I'm going to teach you what I'm going through because I'm going through a huge change, a huge transformation. I'm going to take you through that. So in my business, and I'm going to teach you. And then we, I think we have like 20 people now. So it all worked out and it was great. So I was so excited. One, I didn't let my mind slip into failure. Two, I reached out for help. Three, I let my team support me. Not only my, my, um, my physical team, the coaches support me through this. I was so feeling so vulnerable with the coaches. To be honest with you, I was feeling so like that was a part, like I was like, oh my goodness, like 
this is horrible. <laughs> like I invite four people to come in and coach and they're giving up their time because that's part of their certification with me. And oh my goodness. And they were amazing during this with me. And then my spirit team. And so I wrote this whole post in my mastermind and I said, I am, I don't remember how I said it, but I wrote like, I, this, this is a success. I didn't give up on myself. I walked in this journey. It wasn't about sales. It's about mindset. And I, anything I ever see about a billionaire or a millionaire, they don't talk about the sales they make. They talk about the mindset. And I noticed in this moment, I was like, this was what the owl was teaching me. I really felt like, I, I have to say out of anything, like I just felt so proud of myself for not backing down and for showing up and for and for not allowing myself to feel like a failure and to say, no, I'm a, this, it wasn't even I'm a success. That wasn't what I said. I just said, I'm just going to do everything I can do. I believe in this. I believe in this product. Now, like, guys, you have, this is all synchronicity. And like, I was listening to Gary V this morning, I think it was. And he talks about having your passion and how you need the passion for your product and you have to believe in your product. And you're going to, when you put a product out there, if that's what you want to do, there are going to be moments where you're scared. Like this whole product, SoulFinder Academy was channeled to me. Now, most of my products are channeled, but this one was channeled. It's like 112 videos, short videos. It was channeled to me way before I tested it on an audience. Usually I teach live and then I repackage it into a product. It's had legs. This this whole product has had legs that I can't even, like, I knew there was vibration in there. I knew that we put, like, activations in there. I had no idea this product was going to become what it's becoming. So I was like, oh, my goodness, like, what I learned from this. I, I'm so proud of myself for showing up for myself, for believing in myself, even though everything outside of me was looking like, <laughs> I was like, no. I even showed up in my mastermind program like, no, this is important to me. So I walked away from that and got some responses. Actually, nobody responded on the post. I think <laughs> one person liked it. And I was like, it doesn't matter to me. If it, I'm going to find the community of people that understand what I'm saying. And I spoke to Tracy via Marco Polo. I said, Tracy, could you comment on it? Because we were sharing back and forth and she's got a lot going on. She's like, I'm so sorry. I saw it. I liked it and I will comment on it. There's been more comments on it now. But that's my whole point. Like mindset is everything. Everything. If you don't believe in yourself, how is the world going to believe in you? You have to believe in yourself. You don't wait for people outside of you to believe in you. You believe in you. And this may be a no brainer for some of you. But for me, who was raised in a family where they spent more time knocking me down than building me up, this has been work. Where I went to a Catholic school where they spent more time knocking me down than building me up, this has been work. So here I am. I'm so excited. I'm telling my team we're changing everything, I'm getting more active on YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. I'm like, I, I need like a break to kind of rebrand. I'm not doing the SaaS experience again in Facebook the way I've been doing it. It's probably going to be different. Um, things are going to change. And I felt really good about it. And um, I was talking to one of my colleagues and she was like, I want to talk to you about it. Soulfinder Academy. I hear it's amazing because she recommended somebody to take it. And that was one of the person people that joined. She's like, do you think it would be right for me? 
And I was like, oh my goodness, this is like somebody I really have a lot of respect for. And she's asking if this would be right for her. And, you know, it was one of those moments where I was like, oh my goodness, I don't like, you know, like if Oprah came and knocked on my door and said, could you teach me Marilyn? I'd be like, okay, wait, this is a great opportunity. Can I do this? You know, it was like one of those moments, but I believe in the product. And I said to her, look, let's talk first. I don't know if this is right for you. I want to see what's going on for you. So I was heading to tennis and having a conversation with her. And I was asking her a lot of deep questions. I'm a really, I'm a multidimensional listener. I listen on many levels and I had to go um, to play tennis. I said, okay, just, you know, if you're interested, if you want to hear more, hear about it. I didn't tell her anything about it. I just wanted to know what was going on with her. I said, text me later and we can jump on a call either later today or on Monday. I was taking Sunday to myself. So I come back from tennis. I do my own thing. I take a shower and then I go into the woods and, um, I'm walking down the road and what's in front of me? Two owls, not one, but two on a branch together. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Forgive me, God. And I just walk up and I'm just looking at them and I'm like, it, this is the most amazing, magical thing. I know that you're here for me. I know that you believe in me. And I know that I've stepped into believing in myself. Forgive me, guys. I didn't know this was going to happen. And I know it's okay to cry. But that's what it's doing to me. So I was taking pictures of them and videoing them and talking to them. And I just couldn't believe it. We were just standing together. And I walk a little further over to the stairs, these stairs on this bridge and I'm walking back and I'm like, oh, this is a great shot. And I take out my phone to take a picture of them. And it's that colleague texting me, can you talk now? And that was the moment, cause she's somebody I have a deep, I've known her for a while, I love her. I have a deep amount of respect for her and her business. I've hired her before to help me with something. And I knew like, these are the people I wanna continue to reach, people who are, she's creating great change in the world. And I know that my programs can help support people create great change. I know that this program, Soul Finder Academy can do that. And I knew that's what the owls were telling me that it's meant to get out in a bigger message. And there are other people that it could help. And it's not the person, it's not only the person who is um, uh, struggling. Um, I don't want to say that because I don't want to categorize people because people are great. But anyway, I knew in that moment that I hit another level of my business. And I texted her and I said, I'm in the forest because I, I get a little bit of cell service. I was like, this is who I'm talking to right now. These two owls, I will text you when I get home. And I left there and um, came home and I talked with her and I was helping her um, and just talking with her. And, and I'm able to see the potential of people's souls. I, I have a gift for it. I really do. And I'm not saying other people don't have that gift. Um, but I have a really incredible gift to see um, people's souls, their potential, huge potentials. And I also have a, a multidimensional listening where I can listen so deeply where I'm hearing things and able to ask questions. So we talked a bit. And then at the very end of the conversation, I was like, well, if you want to know about Soul Finder Academy, I'm happy to tell you about it. But I don't know if it's a full on yes for you. And she's like, no, tell me a bit about it. And I told her a bit about it. And she went to the product page. And I was like, but I don't know if this is a full yes for you. She doesn't even know this part of the story. And um, she's like, well, I just joined. <laughs> I went, okay, great. 
So the moral of all of this, in summary, is you have to set your intentions, your goals. Because if you don't, you don't know what to pay attention to on the journey. You don't know what those symbols are trying to tell you. And then you can't, you know, can't be, it's either this or that. When the symbols show up, you have to let them communicate to your heart and soul. You have to be with them. Even if you don't know what they're telling you, you just need to be with them, those symbols. And then you need to allow the navigation to happen from your guides. That's where the surrender comes in. I surrendered. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It was so much better than I could even imagine. They took the brackets off. They, they were like, we're teaching you something deeper, but you don't know it when you're in it. You're like, I'm just kind of going. But if you have the intention, you surrender and you know that spirit's got something greater for you or the universe got something greater for you. And then you just follow along the path and you don't, here's the biggest thing. You don't give up on yourself. It's not, when do I abandon this dream? You abandon a dream when it no longer resonates with you. You don't give up on yourself because you're not going to give up on a goal. If the universe is like having you hit wall after wall after wall, if you believe in yourself and you still want that goal, you're not going to give up that goal. So you want to have that there. You want to believe in yourself and then you want to watch the symbols and the path and the information and everything. I teach this in synchronicity. Everything is information. Everything. The person saying no to something is information. When I had the, the few moments of that and, and Aaron and I, thank, thankfully Aaron, like we talked every day after something and we were like, I was like, what's going on? I don't understand this. And she's like, I don't either. You know, it's nice to bounce that off of somebody you trust. And I'm not, so, so the main thing you have to believe yourself. What I was going to say is I'm not blaming the people in that group at all. They did what they needed to do for themselves. They were a catalyst for me to learn. Um, I do know I will not serve the person. I will not teach the person who does not want to learn. I'm done with that. And I will not teach the person who doesn't want to do the work either. So I'm kind of, I'm done with that too. Sometimes people, sometimes like, so people will sometimes say, you know, this all started with also the woman asking me, um, I'm going to pay under a hundred dollars for this. And are you going to promise me results? And I don't have time to watch the videos. And I was like, what, what am I waving a magic wand and you're going to be healed and know everything. So remember that came into the story too. I don't know. I don't remember where I share my stories because in membership for your soul and soul finder Academy, they get my, my personal stories as I'm going through them. Um, but that happened too. I'm not willing or interested. You know why? Because my work matters. I matter. My guides matter. And I will meet people on the journey and do what I can with the material that my guides are putting through me to help the person grow into the best soul they can be and they know and, and spirit knows they can be. So I leave you with all of that. So what I would suggest you do is take the owl, take the numbers, take any part of the journey that speaks to you. I got another message from uh, Ayunise today and um, she left me, a, she's a moderator in membership and she's an SFA graduate and she's done the extension and she's coming back to do it again. And she left me a beautiful message and she was going through something during SF, during the SAS experience and I couldn't reach out to her, but Laura was filling, my assistant was filling me in on, on her because we were all like, is, you know, how's Ayunise doing? 
And um, she's good. She's doing great. And she left me a message and she was crying on it. And honestly, guys, I have no friggin' ego. It isn't even me. It's my guides talking through me. I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do. And it took so long for me to believe in myself and believe in my dreams. I, I think like this is my, my thing. That's why I'm so passionate about it. Because if I can do it, you can do it too. And who knows what miracles you can create out there in the world or help somebody to believe in their miracles. So she left me this beautiful message and I was listening to it and she was just sharing about the work and how she's how she keeps continuing to work with the work and how amazing it is and how grateful she is for it. And again, I don't take that like, oh, Marilyn, you know, I just don't. It's just not my thing because first of all, I don't even feel like it's me. It's my guides. Um, and also it's Ayunice doing the work. It's Marie's doing the work. It's Denise and, and Monique and Vivian and Jennifer doing the work. It's all the people I've mentioned, Aaron, you know, everybody's doing the work. You're doing the work. If you spent this long listening to me, you're doing the work. So that's where I leave you. So set your intention for the next three months. Thank you, Monique, for that. Um, I wish I could uh, remember everything that the coaches said. They were all so great. So forgive me for not being able to do that at this moment. And let it go and just pay attention to the information because where it takes you is it's so much more magical than you can imagine. The two owls on the branch, I didn't even know how much that touched me until I shared that part of the story with you now. I, guys, this work, it's so much bigger and greater than what we no. And when you surrender to that, miracles do happen. Amazing things happen. You are so loved. You are so cared for. And so many of us did not have that in the physical. And, you know, I didn't come from a, like came from a very hard upbringing, but my mother still did a lot for me. I had opportunities. I didn't, I had things and I know that, and I don't regret that, re regret people or resent them. I have a lot of forgiveness for things that happened. I love my parents for what they did and what they could do. I don't have that kind of feeling about them because I'm responsible for my life. I'm the one who's responsible to make the choices. So go out there and create magic. Thank you so much. Um, and I'll be talking to you next week. Let's do um, another. No, I'm not going to do that. This Yeah, let's. Let's do another three digit number thing. So I'll have Erin, she posted on Instagram or I'll post it on Instagram and it'll be posted on Friday and you'll go and just put a three digit number underneath the post and I'm going to pick somebody and do a reading next week. And that's it. Thank you so much. If um, you love this podcast, please do subscribe, rate and review. If you don't love it, crickets. I'd prefer crickets. <laughs> that cracked me up. So you could just give me crickets. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone. Uh, who can it be now? You know, I have no idea. Let's open the door and see.